Hello, I love you. Do you want to sleep over? No, wait, wait. This is a podcast. We don't, we don't, we don't do that stuff. This is a podcast. Hi, I'm Harlan Williams. This is the Harland Highway. You're not required to sleep over. Just listen. Listen to the podcast. Great show today. Uh, towards the end of the show, it gets very emotional. We have the very first Harland Highway cry-in. One of the pavement pounders uh, left me a phone message that brought him to tears. And uh, quite an emotional moment uh, towards the end of the show. So uh, you got to catch that. Also, uh, it's the new year. Rabbi Pappenheim is calling in. Uh, He's a a rabbi, a Jewish rabbi that I got into a little bit of a verbal altercation with over the Christmas holidays. Apparently, he's phoning to just kind of uh, calm and mend the waters. So we'll be getting a call from Rabbi Pappenheim today. Also, uh, I went on Ancestry.com to kind of track down my family heritage. And boy, oh boy, it didn't go the way I planned. Um, Yikes. So you might want to hear what happened when I started to trace my family tree. Hello. Yeah, not not sure if it was the smartest idea. But nonetheless, we keep uh, motoring on. So here we go. Get your family, gather around, listen. To the Harland Highway! Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Woods? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. (gasps) What is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan. I just listened to the Rabbi Pappenschneim, or whatever his name is, episode with the Hitler stuff. Oh, my God, this thing had me dying. You need to bring that Rabbi son of a back on the show. Um, all right, keep up the uh, the, the work, because it's awesome. Very funny. All right, Harlan. Peace. And who is this guy? Uh, Hello? 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 Hello, Holland? Yes, hello. Hello, Holland. This is Rabbi uh, Pappenheim calling. Oh, okay. Hello, uh, Rabbi. What a uh, surprise calling into the the show. Uh, We weren't expecting a call from you. Well, you know, uh, life is... uh, Life is full of unexpected, unexpected uh, pleasures, Holland. It, it certainly is a pleasure to hear from you, Rabbi. Uh, I'm sure you're uh, busy now that the holidays are over. Well, the, you know, the holidays, uh, they were, they, they were uh, a lot of stress, a uh, lot of running around. Of course, you and I had uh, had our differences uh, the holidays, but uh, I think we overcame them. Uh, would you agree? I, I certainly would agree. We had a little bit of a blip on the radar, but everything's leveled off. And uh, that's, uh, that's why I, uh, I've, I've decided to reach out and uh, call you, Holland. 
Oh, okay. What uh, What have you... Uh... Well, I decided the... We're having a little get-together, and uh, we'd like to invite you to our how you share the get-together, Harland. Oh, well, isn't that nice? A little social gathering? Yeah, of sorts. Yeah, we're having a little uh, celebration. There's going to be some uh, delicious uh, food. Of course, I will uh, make my uh, wonderful cream of mushroom soup, Harland. Oh well, okay. Uh, little snacks and and uh, how many people? Uh... Well, there'll probably be you know forty or fifty uh, people getting together. We'll have some wonderful snacks and then uh, I'll serve uh, my cream of the mushroom soup and uh, it'll be wonderful. Great. Well, I'm 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 sorry. What is? What is the occasion, Rabbi Pappenheim? Valley, we are celebrating 23 years uh, since uh, Steven Spielberg's Hayavana uh, Shady Schindler's List came out. I'm, I'm sorry, what is it, Rabbi? Uh, the, the Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List. I, I, did you have a, a little hiccup there? What I'm saying, Alan, is it's the 23rd anniversary. Yes. Of Steven Spielberg's uh, film, uh, Schindler's List. Oh, 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 oh okay. I, I'm sorry. Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List. That's right, Alan. We'll be serving uh, little uh, snacks, uh, crackers, uh, liverwurst. We'll be having the wonderful uh, cream of the mushroom soup I'll be serving. Wow, okay. Well, that sounds uh, that sounds fantastic. And h- how many years? It's been uh, 23 years since uh, Universal Studios released uh, How You Want to Say uh, Steven Spielberg's uh, Schindler's List. Wow, wow, that is a, a long time ago. It seems like yesterday. Well, you know, there's a lot of things, Holland, that uh, seemed, uh, you know, just like they were, they were yesterday, you know. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, some good things and uh, some uh, things not so good, Holland. Okay, um... Well, can we... Well, why don't we just uh, say what they, I think we're both thinking about? Well, I, w- I wasn't thinking about anything, Rabbi. Well, I think maybe uh, the tone in your voice, uh, you know, maybe uh, somebody was thinking about uh, how you want to say, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Adolf Hitler. No, 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 I wasn't thinking about Adolf Hitler. I, I, I was just thinking about uh, Schindler's List. Well, that's what I was calling about. Would you like uh, to come this Saturday, this weekend at 8 o'clock? We'll be having uh, a screening of Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List. Um, well, you know, I am honored, first of all, Rabbi, that you would invite me. It sounds wonderful, the, the, the uh, get-together, the people... The, the wonderful snacks. And don't forget my wonderful my cream of mushroom soup. No, your cream of mushroom soup. But unfortunately, uh, Rabbi, I am going to be away at a wedding uh, this Saturday. So unfortunately, I can't uh, make it. Well, you know, this, uh, this I maybe, uh, you know, I should have, uh, you know, maybe expected uh, this from someone like you. I'm, I'm sorry, sir? 
Well, you know, if someone like you, uh, perhaps, uh, you know, maybe you have more important things than to, uh, you know, uh, look at the movie about uh, the Holocaust. Well, no, I, I'm going to a wedding, Rabbi. I, it's, it's, I don't have anything against the Holocaust. That's ridiculous. Well, it sounds like uh, maybe uh, who is this French wedding you're going to, uh, by the way? Well, it's my friend Donald. Okay, this gentleman uh, perhaps have a last name, Holland? Uh, yes, uh, Kraus, Donald Kraus. Oh, well, look at uh, that, uh, you know, I, I'm not fishing in the Dead Sea. Isn't that a German name? Uh, I guess it is. I've never thought yet. Don Kraus is a, is a I guess Kraus is German. Well, look at this. So somebody doesn't want to see uh, Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List, but somebody wants to go to a, a, a Kraut's wedding? Wait a minute. Now, now hold on, Rabbi. It's, he, he can't throw the word Kraut around. He's German. I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. Well, there's a lot of people that, uh, quote-unquote, didn't realize things about the Germans back in World War II. I mean, who's this guy I'm talking to here that uh, won't go to see Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List but goes uh, to a crowd's wedding? I mean, who, 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 who is this guy here? It's not, it's, Rabbi, it's not this guy. It, it's me, Harland Williams. I mean, who is this guy? I've got the, the, the Priskits with the Swiss cheese. I've got the special cream of the mushroom soup celebrating uh, Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List. Sir, it, Rabbi, it seems like every time you say that movie, you're dragging it out a little longer. Well, you know, maybe uh, somebody dragged out World War II a little longer. If you think about your friend, uh, you know, I hate to say his name, but Adolf Hitler. So I, he's, not, he's not my friend, Rabbi. I mean, who is this guy? I offer cream of the mushroom soup. I offer triscuits. Everybody loves triscuits. They're like wheat crackers and the melted snacks with the Swiss cheese on top and the Cream of the mushrooms open there. You're going to a wedding to celebrate Adolf Hitler? I'm not. Rabbi, I'm not going to a wedding to celebrate Adolf Hitler. I'm going to my friend Donald Krauss's wedding. There it is again. Krauss, Krauss, for Christ's sake. I mean, who is this guy that goes, uh, goes to a wedding that was celebrating uh, Steven Spielberg, Schindler's Rabbi! Now, sir, I need you to dial it back a bit. Okay, I would love to see Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List. But unfortunately, I have an engagement. I've got, I've got plans. Yeah, well, you know, Arlen J., can I tell you somebody else who had plans? Hmm? May I tell you? No, sir, I'd rather you didn't. There was a gentleman that lived in Munich, Germany, back in the 40s, Charlotte. No, I, I know where this is going, Rabbi. He had a little tiny mustache under his nose. It looked like a caterpillar. Sir! It looked like Charlie Chaplin's mustache. Did you know how... Sir! His name, Adolf Hitler, Holland. 
Okay, you know what? He had plans, Holland, and look what happened. Look what his plans led to. Can you believe? Who is this guy I'm talking to? Stop it! Sir, I am going to a wedding. It's a friend of mine. His last name is of German descent. It has nothing to do with anything, okay? With all due respect, what happened back in the war was uh, horrific. It was horrible. That's been documented. In fact, that's what Steven Spielberg Schindler's List is all about. And it will never happen again. And it, this, my wedding plans have nothing to do with... Steven Spielberg Schindler's List? Stop it! Well, I mean, who is this guy I'm talking to here? I invite him to a wonderful social gathering with Steven Spielberg Schindler's List. Can you stop dragging it out? And some delicious triscuits and some wonderful some wonderful cream of mushroom soup and all of a sudden he's going to a, a Nazi war rally. I mean, who is this guy here? I'm not going to hang up on him, Roger. I'm going to a... A, a wedding with the hang-up on him. I mean, what, you're, you're going to walk down the aisle and here comes the bride, here comes the bride, Heil Hitler! Stop it! <laughs> Roger, hang up on him. I am sick and tired of being accused of being friends with that old Hitler. St hang up on him. Here comes the bride, Heil Hitler! Hang up on him! God! Is it, what is with that guy, man? I politely declined his invitation. I love that movie, Schindler's List. Is he gone? Wow. I mean, just hang, hang up. Just because I have a, f a friend of German descent... He has no right or authority to attach any type of war propaganda from World War II. That's, that's not fair to the German people, and it's not fair to me. And I'm not giving anybody a pass for the atrocities of, of the war, what happened to the wonderful Jewish pe people. But I, I almost feel like Rabbi Papenine might be overstepping his boundaries and he might have to let go of some of this a little bit. Let, let history document what happened. We know the atrocities. And I don't think it's, it's politically correct. I don't think it's proper for him to attach, you know, every little discrepancy in life to make people like me to uh, look like they have some kind of sympathy or some kind of association with the Nazi uh, Germans and, and their, their, their de demonic leader, Adolf Hitler. I don't know if we want him ever calling back. With all due respect, Rabbi, if you're listening to the podcast, it, it, this isn't really the right format for you to be calling. And so I'm going to leave it there. Um, Schindler's is a wonderful movie. It, it, it's an important movie that documents something very important in human history, never to be replicated, not the movie, but someone as abhorrent as Adolf Hitler. We, we get it, Rabbi. We, we all know. You got you to gotta lighten up, man, because you're, you're alienating me. 
All right, Roger, let's move on. I'm a little flustered. Let, let's move on to something. Uh, let's clear our heads and let's move on. Thank you. Wow. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan. This is uh, Rich from Cali again. I'm hiking up right now at Simpsons Park Hill. I'm having a good time. But I thought I'd like to chime in after listening to one of your podcasts uh, to uh, give you feedback on that show you did with uh, Greg uh, Fitzsimmons. And let me say, man, it was a great show. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. Um, and it's a real uh, treat to see for, like, the first time, um, at least on the podcast, your uh, Mr. Hyde kind of form of comedy. Because most of the time, um, or is it, yeah, yeah, because Jekyll, I think, is the good one. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, one of those. Anyways, usually you have a pretty good, calm uh, personality when you're doing your show, um, the podcast. But when your live performances, it's a whole different Harlan. Uh, you really go out there, and I love it. So I love the two personality uh, sides to you. And uh, like I said, if your viewers haven't seen a show yet, there's their chance right there to see uh, how your personality is. I uh, just come up with things on the fly. So I would like the Olive Garden. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, and I just want to say awesome uh, show. Um, I'm digging the premium stuff. I get to go back and listen to all the great episodes again. Uh, it's working great, and I'd recommend all your viewers to uh, give it a shot. All right, man. Chicken chow mein, brother. Have a good one, bro. Hey, hey, thanks, Rich. Uh, for those of you that are wondering what Rich is talking about, he's talking about uh, the other podcast they do called Let's Have a Fight. You don't actually see it. You hear it. He's, he said it was nice to see, but what he meant to say, I'm sure, is it was nice to hear. Uh, on my other podcast, yes, you uh, you get to hear uh, comedians go at it and and basically go through three rounds of uh, verbal fights. And sometimes I'm the uh, the opponent, so uh, sometimes it's me doing the fighting, and uh, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So uh, I'm glad you appreciate it. If you guys want to uh, to get in on my other podcast, let's have a fight. is It is exclusively. Uh, for premium members, um, you can become a premium member by downloading the app, the Harland Highway app for your phone, and it's only 20 bucks a year, uh, and that gets you all the over 700, um, 700 episodes of the Harland Highway and the other podcast, Let's Have a Fight, and a bunch of other bonus material. So thanks for chiming in. I'm glad you like it. There's going to be some more great Let's Have a Fight podcast coming up very soon. And uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining the premium membership. Um, now, that being said, let, let's keep rolling here, man. Let's keep moving along down the Harlan Highway. It's 22 years later, and Norman Bates is coming home. I own a motel not too far from here. And you'd be welcome to spend the night in one of the empty rooms if you'd like. Well, speaking of mothers, I I finally did it. I finally went on Ancestry.com. I decided I, I need to know who my family is, where I came from, what is my past, and boy, oh boy, what a fascinating, uh, what a fascinating website! If you don't know what it is, Ancestry.com is a, a website you can go on and trace your family tree. And I had no idea that you—you you better be ready for the things that this thing unearths. Uh, it is—it is fantastic. 
Uh, what an illuminating experience. First of all, I, I get on there, and right out of the gate, I was just flabbergasted. I had no idea. It turns out um, my grandmother uh, is my dad. Isn't that something? I had no idea my dear little grandmother is my dad. Yeah. Um, it turns out uh, also I found this out. This was wonderful. Uh, that I come from a long, long, uh, very long line of uh, assholes. Um, that was nice. In fact, uh, it doesn't even show a family tree on my page. It shows like a cactus, and it's just full of pricks. Um, yeah, just a whole long line of pricks. They, they, they didn't even have a tree. Um, really fun stuff on Ancestry.com. I'm really glad I did. Here's a charming little, this is just a charming little tidbit. What a, what a pleasant little surprise. I had no idea I'm a rape baby. Oh my God. What a, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. Just a, I'm a cute little rape baby. My dad was a, uh, a crack addict. In fact, uh, they didn't even show a family tree from my dad's side. They showed uh, the bush uh, behind the Denny's where he urinates. That that's, that's daddy. That's my dad. And uh, my mom, God, I don't, I don't even know. It was weird. I, I, I had to uh, go in and you check your, your heritage where you, your family comes from originally. And this is crazy. It turns out on my mother's side, I'm Brazilian. And on my father's side, uh, his whole family came from Zaire. So I had to go in to um, get my passport changed. And now where it says nationality, uh, it says Brazier. Turns out, yeah, turns out I'm a Brazier. I think a D-cup maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, now it says, uh, rape baby, of course. And, and it says, uh, eyes and the color of my eyes, it just says lost. Uh, I guess my lost and my hair, uh, rape brown is what it is. Uh, so just all kinds of wonderful, charming, fun stuff. Um, if you really want to dig deep into, where you're from and who your family is. Just look at the wonderful stuff I have. My my grandmother's my dad. I'm a rape baby. Um, I'm 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 Brazier. Uh, we come from a long line of pricks. I mean, just what a delight. Of course, I'm goofing around. Thank you. Can you imagine though? What if what if you what what if you went on there and you found out like all the horrific stuff I just said. Like you found out you were just, you know, you go on there and there's nothing. And you find out you're like an orphan. Nobody wanted you. You weren't, you weren't even good enough to be adopted. You just go on and it says, yeah, we got nothing. Blank. There's a picture of, there's a little video of Moses bobbing down the river in a reed basket. They say, and it says, we know more about Moses drifting down a river when he was abandoned at birth and tossed in a body of water than we know about you, loser. 
And at that point, you should probably jump over to suicide.com and register and then jump off a building. I don't know. Has any Have any of you done this thing? Has anyone done Ancestry.com? Could it be a bad thing? Everyone probably goes on there thinking, oh, I bet my grandfather was a gold miner, and I bet, I bet my mother, you know, worked in San Francisco as a secretary. And I bet we come from a whole line of hardy Irish people who jumped around a pot of stew and farmed sheep. But what if you get on there and you find out like your your dad was like Whitey Bulger and your mother was like a, you know, she ran a brothel in, you know, Dubai. And your brother's Jeffrey Dahmer, the guy who eats people. What if what if you find out a whole bunch of bad stuff? I, I don't know. Is Ancestry.com a good idea? I want to hear from you guys. If any of you guys, any of you pavement pounders have, have done the Ancestry.com thing and you have any crazy stories, I want to hear about them, man. I feel like you, you might be pli- you know, prying open a can of worms. You might find out stuff. Wait a minute. What? What is it? I'm transgender? What? I'm not even a, I'm not even a dude? Well, thanks, Ancestry.com. So, uh, you know, watch watch what you uh, look around for. Could be trouble. Yeah. Life itself seems lunatic. Who knows where madness lies? Perhaps to be too practical is madness. To surrender dreams, this may be madness. To seek treasure where there is only trash. Too much sanity may be madness. The maddest of all. To see life as it is and not as it should be. Oh, yes, life, life can be crazy. And, uh, you know, sometimes life can overwhelm us. Sometimes life can, can, can build up or sometimes life can present things that, that are taxing to us emotionally. And, uh, you know, a while back, I, I can't remember how long ago it was, but I, but I did a podcast where I, I said, I wonder uh, about crying. You know, does it take courage to cry? Have we lost touch with that emotion where people are afraid to show their crying? Does 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 crying represent weakness or does it show strength? Recently, President Obama uh, cried while talking about uh, gun control. He, he gave a speech and he openly wept during a press conference and. And as a president, you look at that and you go, well, we really don't want to see the, this, the most powerful man in the world openly crying. But then you go, well, you know, it takes a, maybe it's a real man who can uh, control his, you know, can be in touch with his emotions that's not afraid to show tears. And to me, I don't think it's an argument one way or the other. I just think if crying comes, crying comes. And there should be no judgment on crying. It's, it's, it's an emotion. When you laugh, you aren't judged. When you smile, you aren't judged. When you're sad, you're not judged. And I feel crying lands in that neutral zone where if someone has to cry, let them cry. And I, I put kind of a challenge out there to you guys. I was like, hey, if anyone uh, ever had something emotional they wanted to talk to me about or leave a message about, 
and it 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 kind of choked them up and produced tears. I you know don't be too ashamed or fearful to uh, to call. And uh, here we have I I said let's do a cry in, and here we have a a, a, a wonderful uh, pavement pounder who took the challenge and uh, had the courage and and had the openness and and the had the uh, had the ability to share with us uh something that he was very emotional about and so here it is uh the very first Harland Highway official cry in hey Harland it's John this is my official cry in finally hit me um I've got tears rolling down my face right now thinking about somebody I don't even know. So about a month and a half ago, my wife and I bought a wakeboard boat, which was awesome because I've dreamed about one since I was in high school. Because I do wakeboarding and surfing and all that kind of thing. We bought a wakeboard boat, and our parents have a lake house down at Lake of the Ozarks. And uh, just this Labor Day weekend, one of our boat neighbors has another really nice wakeboard boat where they wakeboard and surf, and they're a big family unit, and they do everything as a family. And, uh, the mom, um, out of the family, her and her husband, uh, owned the boat and they were out night cruising and so were we. We actually saw them like maybe an hour before an incident happened, but they, uh, they accidentally crashed their wakeboard boat offshore in the shore and hit a tree and, uh, four people out of like six people got life lighted and, um, the mom ended up dying out of the four of them just uh, Wednesday of this week. And it just made me think about my wife and my family, and I just couldn't imagine losing somebody at 37. And it just, it's insane, like, how short life is. And they did everything as a family. And um, there's a news article where the 12-year-old daughter um, did an interview with the newspaper, and it's just amazing how this 12-year-old said all these great things about her mom, and now she's only 12 and has to live the rest of her life without her mom. And she's, like, talking about the positive about it, about how her mom is always so positive. And even the day she died, or the weekend of that boat crash, she had a shirt on that says, um, I want to make you smile. It just seems like so many, like, positive good people die, and... When you think about it, think about your own family dying and, like, your own wife dying. It's just insane. Like, it's it's very sad that this happened, and I'm not sure how they crashed, but um, it's just, it's terrible, and just getting it out there makes it feel better, and after this cry, I'm going to feel better. I'll still always feel sad for this family, but I guess life will go on, and that's my crying. Um... Keep rocking down the Harlan Highway. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. John, 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 thank you uh, so very much for that that moving and emotional phone call. Not easy to do. I, I could hear and feel your tears. And obviously I got that message a while back, and I don't know why I held off on it a little while. I just... It was very sad, and, and, and it was a very honest call. And, and as I said, courageous of you to, to share 
And, uh, and you know, the, the, the most poignant thing about it, first of all, our prayers and our sadness and grief uh, goes out to the family and the other people that were lost their lives and were, were hurt. But what I think really struck home for me is, is your comment about how, how fragile life can be, how quickly it can come and go. How someone can walk out the door and everything's rosy and unbeknownst to you, you don't get to ever see them again. And I could hear that in your voice and I could hear you, uh, you know, obviously relaying that towards your own family. And uh, we all relay that towards our own families. Um. So a very, very sad call, and, and I was just kind of waiting, you know, a show where I was talking more about families and stuff like that, where I wanted to drop this this message down. And it's kind of a somber way to end the show, but if there's any positive light in, in, in John's cry-in, and by the way, thank you for being so honest and open and willing to share your emotion. I know that's not easy. I know that might not be comfortable and, so you know, it's just it's just not ever an easy thing to do. So that that is very uh, courageous and wonderful for you to share that moment with and that pain with us. But uh, what I take away from that is is gang live every day, enjoy every day. You never know when it's going to be taken away. And a, a powerful phone message like this reminds us of that. And uh, as we start a new year here, twenty sixteen. Just uh, be grateful for every year that you're able to chalk up. Uh, as, this, as John said, this poor woman, at, I think he said 36 years old, everything she had taken away from her and her family and her kids. And uh, so if we can look for anything positive, it, it's to rejoice every living moment and uh, respect and uh, be grateful for the life of yourself and the life of others around you. Okay? So, John, once again, thank you very much for for such a personal moment that you shared with us. Uh, The very first Harland Highway cry-in. If anyone else ever wants to do a cry-in, it it kind of isn't the comedy angle of my podcast, but it's, it's the human angle of my podcast, which I always like to put on display and share with uh with the listeners here it just makes us more human it makes us more of a family it makes us more of a community of pavement pounders as we roll down highways the the life's highway that we know as the harland highway um so thank you if anyone else ever wants to call in or even comment on what john had to say on his wonderful phone call, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. And as John said, you know, the crying, one thing about it, 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 it really lifts a bit of a weight off your shoulder. I think crying is a powerful emotion that that can definitely somehow, I don't know if it releases some kind of pheromones or chemicals or whatever, but... I know everyone listening has had a good cry in their life, and it certainly somehow seems to adjust your emotions and and alleviate the sorrow and and the heaviness of of mental pain and anguish. And and so, 
maybe you want to call in and do a cry just to get something off your off your shoulders or uh, out of your soul or out of your system. Hey, I'm all ears. And uh, as you can see with John's call, I, I handled it very delicately. I would never poke fun at anybody that that uh, would call in and leave this kind of a message. It, to me, this isn't the comedy zone. This is this is a very touching and and personal and and uh, really, I I, li- I like the connection here. So you're always welcome, and know that uh, your your emotions would be safeguarded with me, even though I'm a comedy guy. I would not make light of something that uh, caused you to, to well up and cry. So you have my, my assurance on that, okay? So there you go. The Harlan Highway cry-in. Anytime you feel like it, feel free. Um, and I think we'll leave the show right there in a bit of a somber place. We started with Rabbi Pappenheim accusing me of being friends with Adolf Hitler, and then we kind of segued into I got on to Ancestry.com and found out I was a rape baby, jokingly. And we end on this somber note where we, we go forward in 2016, uh, enthusiastic, enjoying and embracing every day of life that we have, every moment that we're breathing the air and walking down the street. So there you go. We'll leave it right there. Um, let's do a few announcements. Speaking of life. Life moves on into the comedy world where maybe I can make you laugh in person. If you would like to see me do my stand-up comedy live, I will be at the Improv in Tampa, Florida, Wednesday, February 3rd through Saturday, February 7th. And then the following week, I'll be at the Orlando Improv, February 11th to February 14th, big Valentine's Day show. And then at the end of February, February 25th to the 28th, I will be in Phoenix, Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona, at the House of Comedy. It's a brand-new comedy club, wonderful club. You will love it. Uh, As we roll into March, March 10th to the 13th, you can catch me in Houston, Texas at the Improv. I'm improving it all over the place. So please feel free to uh, go on to harlandwilliams.com and uh, check my stand-up comedy tour uh, link. Also, if you want to call me and do a cry-in or you just want to talk, you want to sing, you want to tell a story, a joke, 323-739-4330. That number is on the website, harlandwilliams.com, as well as a contact link if you want to write me anything. Uh, you will see the contact link, and, and I look at all your emails, and I might read your email on the show, or I might put your voicemail on the show, as we did with John and and uh, other uh, other people that call in. Also, at harlowilliams.com, we have a great store full of all kinds of great merchandise you can buy, books, T-shirts, movies, digital downloads, uh, CDs, DVDs, everything. So check it out. Children's books. I don't know if you guys know I write and illustrate children's books. You can take a look at my children's books at the uh, at the web store at harlowilliams.com. And uh, lastly, please, 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 as you heard from one of our callers here who's now a premium member, go on your phone and uh, download the uh, Harland Highway app, which is absolutely free. 
You get uh, the the most current 50 episodes of the Harland Highway absolutely free. And if you wish to sign up for our premium content, which gets you my second podcast, Let's Have a Fight, which is a ton of fun, as you heard uh, our listener testify. Uh, it's $20 a year, and I would love if you guys would join. It helps not only support uh, the podcast, but it helps support everything I'm doing here with the Harland Highway. So uh, every little bit helps. 20 bucks, really cheap, and I uh, hope you... Uh, can find the time to join, and uh, you can listen to your, the Harlan Highway on your cell phone. Uh, so that's it for today, gang. Remember, uh, let's let's enjoy life. Uh, keep your uh, your head in the air, and uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. I mean, who is this guy?